Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, a transformational leadership podcast for women. In this podcast, you will have an opportunity to grow an awareness of an area in your work, life, or faith that you want to change. Gain a tool that can help you in that area of growth and receive encouragement for you to learn to let go of the self-limiting beliefs that hold you back and lean in toward Jesus who has given you the abilities and the talents and the passions to live this one life wholeheartedly. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Well, welcome to this wonderful year two of Let Go Lean In podcast. I'm so excited to get to interview yet again, my dear friend, Dominica Lumasar. Thank you for joining us for this kind of like special, special podcast interview. It's not your typical format. How's your day? How's my day? Oh my goodness. Well, this, I will tell you this right here in this moment is the best part of my day so far. So, <laughs> well, yay. I'm glad it's happening. Then. <laughs> day's been great. I just, yeah. I have a toddler, you know, yeah. and some days are challenging, more challenging than others. So I'm just yeah. really grateful for this opportunity. And like we mentioned before we started recording really an excuse just to hang out with you. So <laughs> Well, and, and that was really my thought. It's like, I need to have you back on for several reasons. And, and one of them is just to get to see your smiling face and, and to hear how life is. But for those of you listening, I want to kind of bring back the perspective that Dominica was one of my first interviews way back in August, September of 2020. And here we are on this date, September 1st, just to put the date stamp on mm -hmm. of 2021. So it's been a year and it's been a year <laughs> for, <laughs> for so many of us. But one of the things that has really stood out to me is the journey that this year has been for you. Mm -hmm. And as I've, and I was telling you beforehand, as I've reflected on comments and questions that listeners have sent in, I re really am recognizing that learning to lead yourself well is a big part of our leadership journey. Mm. And I've mentioned it on different episodes, but you've been living it out. And so really this, this whole time, I just want to hear from you, what has that become for you to learn to lead yourself well? Wow. Well, again, thank you for allowing me the opportunity and for providing the space to talk about this piece of the journey. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think many of us get an opportunity to say, yay, here we are now, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so this is just, it's incredible. Well, I had the amazing opportunity to do some Enneagram leadership training, group coaching with you. And that really opened my eyes more to the understanding of what the Enneagram could really do, mm -hmm. not only on a personal level, but also for my, uh, my team. So I have a team of 33 now as of today. And now it's almost like a requirement, you know, like, Hey, you got to take the, the Enneagram. It's called the I, what is it? The I IEQ9. 
I EQ nine. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah. I pretty much say like, if, if you want to, I really encourage you to, I'm going to pay for it. Like, it's just so important that we know in the team scope of different personalities. And I had always been the type of leader that was just, you know, trudging through things, just get it done. Here's the checklist end of day. I don't want to hear about it. You've got problems. Forget it. Just really harsh, just so mm. harsh. And that harshness really reflected in my personal life as well. And mm. I was not aware of that at all. I'm 32 and I was not aware of that at all until doing the group coaching with you. Interesting. And that just that phrase to notice you kept, you kept saying, I want you to notice. And when you said it the first time, I kind of chuckled to myself. I was like, of course I notice things, me being the eight and a Leo, me, me, <laughs> of course me, me, you know, but, but I really, I, I got off the call and I just burst into tears. The first call mm -hmm. and I burst into tears. I was like, wow, what am I not noticing? And there must be a lot because things in my business, my personal life just felt really stagnant. And it went beyond just COVID era, right? It was mm, just something mm -hmm. wasn't feeling correct. And so thankfully to you uh, and your just continued encouragement. After that, I signed up for your one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? And so we, yeah. we had our first session, which I'm sure you were probably like, uh-oh, <laughs> This girl, she's got issues. <laughs> oh, oh no. Nope. I don't I don't usually think that as a matter of fact, but anyway, <laughs> please continue. <laughs> and that and again, just a true testament of who you are and just really uh, willing to listen and mm. to, to to truly hear me and then be able to provide just an immense amount of feedback with resources. So I'm the type of leader that wants all the tools, all the resources, and I I soak that in. I use them up. And so by doing the group coaching with you from that first session to the most recent one we had, it was so sweet to go from this place of just this puddle of a mess of, of what am I doing? I remember when you sent me the questionnaire, one of the questions was, what would you like to focus on for our first session? And the only thing that I could bring myself to send back to you was, can you help me find joy again? Mm. And it, it makes me tear-eyed even thinking about that because it's, I lost myself somewhere in the, somewhere in my leadership journey, mm. I just lost me. And I'm sure becoming a mom and that transition was a big chunk of it too. But I just, I needed you and you stepped in a moment in my career, in my world, and basically said, I've got you. Let's talk this through. Yeah. And so I will forever be grateful to you for that because today I'm sitting here and I'm so happy to say that I now have this renewed sense of purpose and what I really mm. want to do with the next chapter of my life. I love that. And I've never felt more excited. You know, I, I have this, this marketing firm and I, I do coaching with C-level executives and blah, 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 blah. And it sounds great, but on the inside, I just kept thinking, ah, oh, I'm really, I'm, I was chasing the money mm. and I had to, I had to come to terms with that. Yeah. And yeah. what's amazing, what has happened now is that I've opened up myself to this community of women. I never coached women before. I never wanted to mm -hmm. give information 
and value to women. And that sounds so gross saying that, Mm. but I just didn't know how to insert myself in a positive way because I had such this kind of male dominant eight really in your face kind of way of doing, doing my leadership and my trainings. And so once I softened myself and I noticed that I needed to approach things in a much softer way, thanks to your guidance. Oh my gosh. It's like the whole world opened up. The clouds parted. (laughs) It was like, I was like, okay, Lord, I'm here. Use me as you will, please. I'm ready to do whatever you need me to do. And it's led me down this really positive path of creating an amazing community with these women who really need support. And so, and, and in a way that I can do it, not in a way that's giving away too much of me, but in a really sweet way that I can use my, my marketing knowledge and my leadership understanding in a, in, in a much more healthy manner. So I hope that all makes sense. 100% sense. And of course, I have the context and the backstory to to understand fully. But what I love that you have said, not just because I get, you know, just goofy about the Enneagram, but what you have articulated was seeing yourself deep in your personality of being an eight and recognizing that isn't necessarily the most effective way to lead. And then trying to access your wings of nine and seven, and (laughs) then learning how to get over to your heart in the Enneagram two space that, that considerate helper, and you have done that work and you will continue to, because that's what life is like, but you now lead from a place where you're looking at the benefit of others and not just the benefit for yourself. Now, there's nothing wrong with making money. You and I have talked about this a lot. That's, that's not it. But if it's your focus to the, the lack of care and concern of the people that you're interacting with, then that's a problem. And that was something that you started going, huh, this isn't, this isn't the way I want to be. And I just love that joy has come back as a result of really intentionally starting to care for yourself and your family and your people in a different way. Yeah. It's just, it's been amazing to watch and, and to just see your countenance when we've gotten on a call, not just like this, but you are present Mm. and you're (laughs) peaceful and you're intentional. And there were times when you'd come in and just, you know, one meeting to the next, to the next, and seven more after, and, and you've created some different rhythms. Can you speak to that a little bit? I love that. The different rhythms. Yeah. Yeah. You know, things in my, in my world have always been sort of black and white, very clear boundaries, very, this is how I'm doing it forget the rest. If it doesn't fit my picture, forget it. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of those things actually being where I have always refused, like, oh no, I'm never going to become friends with my clients. No, no, no. I'm I'm never going to utilize my client services because that's a boundary issue. Well, I mean, for those of you who don't know, you know, Lisa was actually my client first (laughs) and now I'm hers. (laughs) So it's just, it's yeah. And it's, it's amazing that when, when I've opened myself to new 
rhythm avenues, I guess, so to speak, right? It's everything just flows a lot smoother. I'm not as hard. I didn't realize how just hard I was. And I still have to work on it. Like you said, that's life, right? The ebb and flow of how we do things. And so, yes, I'm still very careful from a boundary standpoint, that rhythm of the business, right? Because you have to be. And, or at least I have to be, that's what I've noticed for myself. Because the other side of what I've noticed about going through this journey and this coaching with you is it could flip the other way where, okay, now that I'm open, now that I'm more open, I don't want to just give everything away. I've got to make sure that I'm holding some for me, for my family, for my daughter and my husband and, and prayer time, right. To be, to be still and be silent. But one of, one of the greatest gifts that I have given myself or that I finally noticed that the good Lord said, Hey, listen, you need to get on board with this. As I looked at all the different habits that I had learned over time. And I just said, no more certain mm-hmm. habits. Like I don't need to sit and watch TV every night. You know, instead I'm going to journal and reflect on the day and have devotional time and be very clear on my intentions for the week. Mm-hmm. So that rhythm and ripple in our family has been really very, very transformative in such a positive way where mom's not just zoned out on the couch anymore. You know, it's, and and we used to eat in front of the TV every night. And now we're actually utilizing our overly expensive dining room table. (laughs) Things like that, where it's like, this table's actually really nice, (laughs) you know? And that sounds so basic, but once I made those, those conscious decisions actively and said, this is what I would like to do as the, as one of the leaders of my family, this is what I do with my team. We all come to the table, whether it's virtually, you know, or in, in person we're here. So let's be present and let's either the task at hand or as a family, Hey, how are you? How was your day? Not just, okay, dinner's ready TV zone. So that was, that's been a pretty, a pretty excellent change and shift in, in just our family. Mm -hmm. So but, but lots more different things like that, where I've, I've cut out, I've cut out alcohol out of my life. Like there, there was no room for that anymore. I didn't want to be fuzzy or, mm-hmm. or have, have, have the cloudy mindedness, you know, it, during my evenings, things like that. And I'm not saying everyone should cut it out or stop drinking. That's not what I'm saying. But for me, there just wasn't a place for it anymore. I've got too much going on. I want to, I want to focus on yeah. continuing you know, continuing to be happy and to have joyfulness in my life and read really good books. And I have, uh, I have seasonal depression and now it's September and we're heading into winter. And in 2020, we moved to where it snows. I'm a California girl, right? So this is new to me. And so I, I now have the tools, Lisa, you've helped me be equipped with these tools and this knowledge to where I can set myself up for success rather than just taking it all on and then going, ah, what happened? Once I actually was silent and being in the silence is actually quite loud for me. (laughs) I really had to just go to prayer and go, okay, Mm -hmm. this is really scary. I don't know who I am. Show me who you want me to be. What Mm -hmm. are we doing here? And so through that, life is pretty sweet. (laughs) I love that. I love hearing those intentional choices because Mm -hmm. that is the key that unlocks the door to who you are. 
paying attention, noticing, taking an intentional step, and then practicing it. Because you and I both know just because we've done something once doesn't mean that it's now going to be the way it's going to be forever. We have to go, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to do with my evening. And, and it takes some intentionality before it becomes a rhythm. And, and you've done that. I know, too, that you've also been paying attention to your creativity and yeah. getting outside more which are things that I'm, I'm a big advocate for, for all of you that are listening. These are things that, that are wired into us. And the fact that you've been practicing them and have seen how your, your countenance and your joy is restored. I just, I love that too. And I don't know if you have a recommendation for listeners as they are trying to pay attention. Can you think mm -hmm. back to, uh, maybe a roadblock that came up and how you were able to press through? You know, for, for me and our family and our lifestyle, because of COVID, we're all working from home and thank God that's, we're so blessed, right? So my husband's home and, and I'm home yeah. and we have our daughter who's three and she's a little spitfire. She's everything. She runs this house. That's for sure. But as I knew that I needed to start breaking down my own walls, my own barriers, mm -hmm. I just would look at my daughter and I just, I found the light and the joy in her. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that when it got scary, I needed to do this for her mm -hmm. and for myself, but yeah. truly so that she can see a healthy mama. I mean, a, not even a full year, year ago. I mean, I, I really started this journey in April yeah. of this year. And so like, I knew I needed to make a transition around Jan like December, January, but really in April was the month where I was like, you know, it's really time to start reflecting and get real with myself mm -hmm. because I can't hide this anymore. I just, I, it's exhausting. And so once I got super honest with myself, uh, I started losing a lot of weight. So mm -hmm. since, since April 15th, I've lost 34 pounds. That's amazing. And, but a lot of it just came from me just saying, I'm done. Just let it go. Let it go. I don't want like that song, right? Let it go. <laughs> I, was just, right. I was just done with, with carrying around my baggage and it manifested mm -hmm. on my body. And yeah. so it was just, and I know that happens to so many of us where we don't right. even realize it. So in terms of a roadblock and, and pushing through one of the tools that was so helpful to me was the daily journaling that you recommended mm. where I was able to make sure that I noted something that was positive and wrote it down. And it could have been something like had strawberries today, something so, so basic, but I could go back and go, Oh yeah, that was nice. And it brought a little spark of joy. Mm -hmm. you know? I, I, I saw on Netflix, there's a, there's a Marie Kondo, there's a new, a new Netflix special that she just came out with about oh, okay. all the items that spark joy. Of course, we know her whole method, right? right? She's lovely. But I saw that and I thought, oh, what fun, because now I can actually resonate with things like that. Because when people were talking about joy, I'm like, what is this mythical thing called uh, joy? Yeah. So I hope that answers your question. But so I, I think for, for a, a tool and to continue pushing through Prayer is number one for me. The next is just, just for me looking at my daughter and going, okay, 
it's, I, I can't slide back to where I was. We have mm. to keep moving forward. We have to keep right. supporting the family. Right. Yeah. And, and when things get weird, cause they do, things get weird. It's life, right. Yep. Be, being able to reach out to someone like you to say, Hey, Lisa, things are weird. <laughs> I need, I need a session here because, because <laughs> I need some tools. You know, I think having a, having a coach is, is so incredibly powerful. It's invaluable because when we're so deep in it, yeah. how can we see what's really happening? So, yeah. Yep. So good. My coach reached out to me via text just yesterday afternoon. How are you just checking nice. in? And I randomly have sessions with her. I'm not on a regular schedule anymore. And it was just so helpful mm -hmm. to know that someone was there for me if I needed to reach out to her. So I, I appreciate you saying that and coaches need coaches just like anybody else can benefit from it as well. But the thing that I think as far as answering that question of, you know, roadblock and pressing through what stood out to me is you found your why, Yeah. you know, Simon Sinek, who has written many books about uh, leadership and, and learning to lead yourself said in his book title, Start With Why, his golden circle uh, TED talk, just, you know, the viral epic awareness that you have to work from the inside out. And that's what you've done since, since April. You've found your why and you're moving from that place and things are falling into place that didn't make sense before, like joy. <laughs> Yes. 100%. And I, and I have to say this, and I'm, I'm so proud that I can say that I've since hired more people from owning my, my stuff, my baggage, right. And, and really moving through it. I've been able to hire more people. And in turn, by me, again, working from the inside out, my team is now happy. They feel comfortable talking with me on more of a personal level. My company culture was terrible. And here mm -hmm. I thought it was great. I even wrote a chapter about it in my book, not realizing that my own was just like so bad. So we've been able to, I mean, our, our, our revenue for 2021, we're on track to do, I mean, at least 20% from where we were wow. in 2020. And it's amazing to look at that and go, wow, what, what really shifted? Everyone's happy now. Mm. So I recommend that if you're in a leadership position for anyone listening, if something's not working right, or if you, if you're looking to break through like a growth plateau to some degree, what's going on in here? I'm pointing to myself, like what, what's happening in here and in our hearts. That's, that's a, could that be potentially a roadblock? that's negatively manifesting in your business when you have mm -hmm. no idea. I had no idea. I've been doing right. this for, for 13 years. I had no idea. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when we start to come awake to ourselves and, and it's not easy because we have to pay attention to our habits. Like as Brene Brown says, numbing television, it's, it's innocuous. It's not a good or bad thing. Right. But if we zone out, like you said, mama's zoned out on the TV again, you know, mm -hmm. you know, on the couch again, if, if that's our habit, we need to first pay attention. It's like, oh, huh. I didn't notice that before. 
Mm-hmm. And then you get to make intentional choices. And over time, and it's really only been five, five months. I can't even count. I have to count on my fingers, the April to now four months. Anyway, you've done a lot of work in a short amount of time. And that's what I love to tell people. This is not a lifetime sentence working with a coach. (laughs) You're you're not in it for the long haul. It's like deal with what it is that you feel is, is, you know, right up front and needs to be dealt with. And for you, you wanted to get your joy back and what a place to start. And all the results that have happened for you personally, but into your organization to the leadership point, it's phenomenal. That's exactly why I wanted you to come back on to kind of give a finger on the pulse of life a year ago and life now, because learning to lead yourself well takes time, takes intention, practice, but then you got to celebrate. And, and I know that you've been doing that. You've started a new um, network that I think is, is phenomenal to get to, you know, see what's happening there. And you've added more people to your team and you're spending more time creatively and peacefully as a family and as an individual. It's like you're winning at life. Here we go. <laughs> winning. <laughs> That's the ultimate compliment. Wow. I never have, would have ever thought about that. But you know what I did, Lisa? I just, I let go and I leaned in. (laughs) That's really what I did. That is what I did. Thanks to you. Oh, I love that. Dominica, it's always a joy to get to spend time with you, but to have you be able to reflect in such a, a specific way, I am confident that if you have never considered this, my dear listener, it is possible to make huge transformation with little steps. And I hope that you will uh, look at the show notes because I'm going to give you all the ways to get connected with Dominica. And I know too, in her generous self, she would love to connect with you and help you in marketing or whatever might be your business question need, because she's there for that too. Quite an experienced young woman. So thankful for you, Dominica. And I know we'll get to talk again. So Thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I just, I really enjoy every time we get to chat. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In Podcast. I so appreciate you being a listener. I know that hearing other people's voices and learning about leadership in this way can be very encouraging. And I would greatly appreciate two things. First of all, if you've benefited from this episode, share it with a friend, let them know about Let Go Lean In podcast. The second thing that would be amazingly helpful to let other people know is to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review of this podcast. It could be in general or a specific episode, whichever you prefer. But what happens with the algorithms is that the awareness goes up and other people start to discover this material. So those two things, that you would share it with a friend and that you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
Again, I so appreciate your listenership. Looking forward to sharing so many great pieces of information and wonderful interviews with you. Thanks again.